You're listening to a podcast brought to you by international law firm Trowers and Hamlins, combining market sector thought leadership, advice, and ideas, helping businesses and governments prepare for the future. Hello, and welcome to a Trowers Talks Real Estate. Um, we're very lucky today that we've got Emma Carragher, who's Joint Head of Canada Water, to talk a bit about how we would look at Canada Water post the pandemic. Hello, Emma. How are you? I'm very well, Sarah. Thank you for having me. Pleasure. Thank you for coming. We've been running a real estate series, really, about around life after the lockdown or life after post-COVID. And one of the areas that we've been really sort of looking at is these, these big developments and how you think that might uh, that what's happened might actually affect those developments. Calder Water obviously is is one of the biggest in London um, and it's an iconic development. When you've looked at this, has anything any anything around the lockdown and the new norm affected how you're going to look at the ongoing construction and development of Canada Water? Great question. And I wish I had my crystal ball. Don't we all <laughs> wish we had? So Canada Water is a big master plan, as you rightly say. I think it was one of the largest planning permissions ever granted in London, certainly in, in recent years. And it's a master plan for a new town centre. And what we were fortunate enough to realise um, a few years ago, and, and maybe it was, was fortuitously given COVID, is that none of us can predict the future. We didn't plan for a pandemic, but we did certainly plan for a number of economic cycles. And so we worked very hard to make sure the, uh, the planning permission had some built-in resilience. And what I mean by that is that we got a planning permission for a volume of space and if you like a list of of permitted uses and then quite a lot of flexibility about what we bring forward um, and when Uh, and actually in in light of covid and the the acceleration of the kind of structural changes to retail whatever the new normal is in terms of, of returning to the office And undoubtedly changes to our living conditions, actually having a lot of flexibility in a planning permission um, across, you know, multiple different uses is felt very appropriate at the time. And certainly going forward feels, you know, a pretty smart thing to do. Yeah, I mean, it seems to me that flexibility at the moment is key. And um, we've always, you know, we've always said that flexibility in any of these large schemes is absolutely paramount because life does change is probably expected to change quite as dramatically as it has done over the past few months. I mean, one of the issues that has been commonly discussed, I guess, over the over the past couple of months has been um, how design and placemaking have come really to the fore and how all that actually affects people's mental health. Um, and we were on a, actually on, on a webinar earlier today where there was a, a conversation around whether we think design coming out of this will actually change to actually learn the lessons from um, from the bits that maybe haven't worked as well for people in, in, in this situation. Do you, is that some of the things you're looking at in terms of how you will design Canada Water going forward? I think um, I think we beat ourselves up quite a bit that you know we've we've as an industry not done a great job and we need to do better. You know we must and we should but I think you know the the concept of placemaking and a focus on well-being has been a topic of, of discussion for a number of years, hasn't it? And so we certainly approached the master plan 
and our thoughts around design, you know, starting many years ago with with uh, well-being, you know, firmly in in the centre of one of the, you know, one of the things we were keen to focus on. I, I suppose what this has done is to remind us of the importance of both the built environment, uh, but also the the, the sort of the, the non-physical spaces. You know, the importance of open space, the importance of um, public realm that that delivers for people. And you know, I think we we could see a sort of a flight to quality, I suppose, off the back of COVID, where people don't have to come to the office anymore. They don't have to come and shop. You know, there are, are plenty of other ways in which people can work and and sort of enjoy themselves without necessarily coming to an urban environment. So to get them to come, to take an office, to, to spend money in, in leisure um, facilities, you've really got to create an environment that is better than them staying at home, safer, cleaner air, and at Canada Water, I suppose we're we're very fortunate in that we're very very close to the city centre with fantastic transport connections. But actually, its its environment feels almost sort of like the best of suburbia because it's surrounded by parks, it's surrounded by water. So in terms of a location post COVID, you would think it's got the sort of natural attributes already of um, of green and blue space that that people yearn for and then our job in the master plan i think is to build a a town center around those fantastic kind of raw ingredients to make sure that you you bring out the the best of what people want and that that will drive preference because you know i think what whatever we say about the the office environment and workplace going forward people are going to have a lot more choice and be more savvy i suppose about where they choose to to locate their businesses and so we've got to make it inviting for them yeah i mean one of the th things again that this morning we were chatting about was that i think people that i suppose the word localism has become a much more to the fore we i live in london um i love living in london but i must admit i've really got to know my local area a lot more um and the focus on keeping local businesses and smaller businesses going has been really strong in my area so people haven't necessarily signed up for well, you couldn't sign up for a cardo or anything like that at the time. So you had to go out to small, smaller local businesses. And I guess one of the great things about having that blank piece of paper with Canada Water is you can adapt that and actually create that sort of localism within that area. We can. I mean, we're not. Um, we, we've got a blank sheet in terms of of a master plan, but we're really fortunate in that the local area, as I mentioned, is is very. Um, uh, interesting in terms of its physical makeup, the green and the blue, but it's also an existing community there of about 30,000 people with quite a lot of, of local business. And we hope to, to add to that with our town centre. Uh, you know, I think you're right. I think people are getting much more discerning about finding out where their goods and services come from, a very strong you know, um, affinity with, with your local area and your local suppliers. And so how you sort of craft a new town centre which brings all of those businesses along with you, I think will be, you know, a success if 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 we can do it. Um, and, you know, why not? You know, new businesses want to be 
coming to Canada Water, not because it's, you know, it's, it's a no man's land. They want to be there, integrated into the local community um, and, you know, developing relationships with existing local businesses. And, uh, uh, you know, and I think I think we can do that quite successfully. We're removing a 1980s covered shopping mall and replacing it with streets and, and spaces. And, and those are places where, you know, small businesses and big big business ought to be able to kind of live happily alongside one another and um you know I, I think you're right I think that's that's been a real plus out of out of this pandemic the, the sort of um the focus back on our immediate surroundings and the the ecosystem I suppose um that uh, that supports it yeah, and I, I mean, like everybody, I, I hope that we take some some of the positives that actually have come out of this that we cling on to and actually um, uh, we, we don't forget, which I think is, is fundamental. I mean, Bridgestand is, is, a, you know, is a massive, actually now, you, you can say a mixed-use developer. If you're looking ahead, say, for the next five years, and I know that's really hard, but what, what are your key drivers and, and has this strange period in our lives actually changed any of those? I think we are, as you say, we're a mixed-use developer. We have a, a nationwide retail portfolio not as as large as it has been but um but still fairly substantial and clearly the kind of structural changes to that sector are um giving us reasons to you know consider the the opportunities for those assets going forward do they need to remain as you know wholly retail assets or are there better alternatives more mixed use alternatives for some of those um, assets outside of, of London uh, but the majority of our business is based in the southeast and, and really campuses across uh, across London which have historically been dominated by workspace and sort of ancillary retail but certainly at Canada Water there's a much more uh, significant opportunity to do a real mix of uses including a lot of, of residential. Um, and I think what we've learned over the last few years, and I think still rings true in um, and post-COVID, is that there is going to be a need for people to want to come together, uh, but they're going to, to come together in, in on their terms, in locations that, that really drive preference. And so... Um, you know all this chat and, and debate healthy as it is around the sort of future of, of the office you know personally I think there is value in in workspace I think people want to come together and collaborate but they won't necessarily want to take you know exclusive space lots of space and so our our job is to to help work alongside our customers to to deliver them some some space that allows them to to bring employees together but but recognizes that um there is going to be demands on on them which mean that the requirements they once had may may not be the case anymore and so the, the sort of the, the notion of businesses contracting and expanding their space requirements I think is here for for a wee while certainly for the next few years while we figure out the, the new normal and I suppose having a, a broad portfolio across London in different locations at different price points including this new uh, town centre at Canada Water we think positions us 
well to be able to to deliver across um, the workplace sector. Uh, retail, I've already mentioned, and and as far as residential goes, well, you know, living in cities, we had seen a resurgence to that pre-COVID. I think there is going to still be demand for people to want to live in the capital, um, but I think that there is going to be choice for people living further afield, given changing working patterns. So again, you know, the impetus is on on us as developers to to deliver a product that you know is 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 always you know what the market wants, but probably you've got to, to work a bit harder at that going forward given given the range and options that might be open to people that that possibly wasn't there um only a few months ago so the notion that you can work from home two days a week three days a week um means that you know your your choice of of um of home might be further afield than than it might have been pre-covid yeah, I mean, I, I think absolutely, absolutely right. And just looking at our firm, you know, we ever thought we could get all our lawyers working overnight from home, even those old school ones who didn't believe in it. Um, and it just shows you can. So I, I think there is definitely a place for officers, but I do think it, life won't go back to quite what it was pre-COVID. And we'll all have to learn to, to look at how we adapt. I'm going to bring it to a close. Thank you so much uh, for talking about Canada Water. And I, for one, can't wait to actually see it all coming out of the ground. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for having me. You have been listening to a podcast brought to you by Trowers and Hamlins. Find us at Trowers.com and join in the conversation on Twitter at Trowers or find us on LinkedIn and Instagram.